0: All right, since
1: 2007,
0: he's been your U.S. representative for Tennessee's 9th Congressional District. Congressman Steve Cohen joins us now. What's up, Mr. Cohen?
1: Well, Whitehaven Christmas Parade was fantastic this morning. A gigantic crowd, uh, great weather, and and then this afternoon is great weather for the Tigers and then the South Florida American Athletic Conference game.
0: There's already a Christmas parade? Were you in it? I was in it. Were you at the end or was Santa Claus at the end?
1: Well, I I was about (laughs) in the beginning, toward the beginning.
0: (laughs) Uh, it is a great day today, and that's, we're talking uh, with, with Congressman Steve Cohen, and we brought you on because you are one of the biggest uh, Tiger football fans on the planet, and we love, we love talking to you about Tiger football. And I think today, today may be one of the best days in the history of Tiger football going down today because the weather has lined up to be perfect 60 degrees all day today after it's been miserable i don't know how many days you've spent in memphis the past couple weeks uh congressman but it has been horribly cold way too unseasonably cold in november uh the temps are lined up the tigers are number one can you remember a day where it was better and just just so obvious of a decision to go watch the tiger football team
1: well it's a great day to go out there because it is a great weather i'm always astonished at the people in Memphis who don't go out and support the Tigers, it's a great get way to spend the afternoon. It's a beautiful stadium and we've got a a great team and it's everybody should be out there and supporting the Tigers today.
0: What do, what do you do you ever do you ever eat at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium? I always think they've got underrated concessions there.
1: Well, to be honest, I, I generally don't eat. I'm I'm basically a, a high protein, low carb guy and uh, I try to stay away from bread and things like that. What I chose.
0: What does that mean? High protein, low carb? What is what do you eat?
1: Mean
0: means meat and cheese. Meat and, well, there you go. is cheese play you can get, I guess. I guess. That's big. That's a very Memphis thing for your diet. Right. Uh, okay, well, this is a very exciting time, though, for the for the Tiger football team. I mean, they're just rampaging through the American Athletic Conference. they on pace, on course to win it, to be number one uh, in, in the conference for the first time in 40-some-odd years. And they can't go to the Liberty Bowl. Is that disappointing to you that they won't be able to play in the AutoZone Liberty Bowl because of the bowl reshuffling?
1: It is very disappointing because I think it would fill the Liberty Bowl. But the Liberty Bowl has been doing well in its attendance, and it's better for the community to have somebody from outside come in and bring fans that fill up the hotels and fill up the restaurants. I mean, the bowls are are great sports events, but they are primarily uh, economic stimulus for the community and, and, and an advertisement for the community. But the economic stimulus part, if there were 30,000 Tiger fans in the stadium, that's 30,000 seats that aren't being taken by people are at the holiday inn or the peabody or the marriott and eating that at jim's place or wherever
0: (laughs) that's a that's that's a very very strong point because i I, I do think that's the reason i like the bowl system is because it does bring in your tourists every year and for new years you come you spend new years in memphis you put your money into the city with people who are usually not going to be here but um so that's, that's a very good point um okay so this this year's team is just just awesome maybe too good are you are you at all concerned that that this this team's success will end up uh meaning fuente jumps somewhere at the end of the season and goes and coaches for somebody else
1: i am concerned about that and i think he's liable he's proven himself to be a very very good coach he's gotten a lot of a lot out of of not as much talent as as a lot of schools have that are winning conference championships uh He's really made the most of what he's had. He's made these guys into a team. He's taught them. He's disciplined them, and and he's done a great job. I think he's going to get some offers, and and it could be that he that, uh, and I hope he doesn't take them. But if he does, I think we've got the good nucleus of, of a team coming back, and and if we get a coach, well, I think we'll get a, a good coach based on what we did this year, the support we've got, people like Fred Smith who can help make that contract a big one. And if we get somebody from this region, we might recruit this region better.
0: Okay, that's a, that, that's interesting. And again, but most of the nobody should be concerned about that. Just enjoy the ride while it's going on. Enjoy the fact that you've got a, a college football game in sixty degree temperatures on the Saturday before Thanksgiving with your team number one in the conference. So uh, it's, right,
1: only only two more games, two games left in Memphis. Next week's game with Connecticut would be a big game too. Because that'll be the one that guarantees we win the championship, maybe outright or at least tie for it. But the weather next week, I think, is forecast to be cold. And next week, the, kick- the kickoff is at the same time as Alabama, Auburn, Mississippi, Mississippi State, Georgia, Georgia Tech, and Florida, Florida State. That's some competition for some people's time and interest. Right. Today's the day to go see the Tigers. And we got a lot of Memphis kids Terry Redden, a senior who's out of White Haven, and Charles Harris, a senior a linebacker out of White Haven, Keywan Malone, who came home after playing at Alabama. Uh, they're seniors, so the chance to see these kids play again. Al Bond, a lineman who came out of uh, South uh, Southwind, uh, he's been there four years. We've got some other seniors from Memphis, uh, and we need to go out and see these kids and and see them off well.
0: Right. I'm glad you're a congressman. You might take my job.
1: <laughs> I, I, I don't want to even think about that. You do a great job.
0: All right. We're talking with uh, Congressman Steve Cohen. You might uh, recognize him from this morning's Whitehaven Christmas Parade. Uh, Okay, well when we wrap things up on the Tigers, you're saying you're going this afternoon, right? You will be there.
1: I go to almost every single Tiger game and have been doing it since nineteen fifty six when I was a little kid at Crump Stadium with Padea.
0: Oh wow. Oh wow. So what what is it what is it besides Puente you think is this different about this year's team that is making them so successful?
1: Well I think they I think it's Fuente. I think he's got got them disciplined and giving them a positive mm-hmm. attitude and an attitude they can win. And I think he's responsible for that. And he's kept a good he got a great coaching staff and kept them together and uh, Odom has done a great job on the defense and Dickie's done fine on offense. I think these kids, they weren't, they weren't coached when, when Larry Porter was here. It, 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 Larry, Larry was not a good coach and the, the, people under him didn't reflect, uh, well on, on, on the kids either. The attitudes were bad. Uh, he's done a great job and he, he does have some, Lynch is a good quarterback. Uh, I questioned somewhat the lack of giving Karim a little time last year and I still wish Karim had a little more time, but, Lynch is a good quarterback. He uh, can run a little bit. He's got a, a good arm, and we've seen some. We've seen some kids come up who've been amazing. The, the kid from Atlanta, the tall kid, uh, Phil. Oh, what's his last name? Number eighty-seven, I think it is. Uh, he was just a walk-on, and he's been he's been a good receiver. Uh, Roderick uh, Porter, uh, I think it's Porter. He's been a, a, a proctor. Proctor. He's been a very good freshman, uh, recruit, and he's been catching some passes. Mose Frazier out of Whitehaven and went to Central Arkansas has been had a great year. And Keywine Malone, when he, when they throw the ball to him, has done really fine. We hadn't gone deep as much as so I like to see us do, but, you know, we, our, our receivers are, are more, are shorter. We used to have years past, we had some 6'3 and some 6'5 guys. I remember Carlos Singleton, among others, who could go up and get that long pass from Wimprine. That was a wonderful thing, and that's something we don't have. But the kid from Atlanta who was a walk-on, he's really from Jersey, I think, but he's a walk-on from the prep school where Noah Robinson came from, Phil Mayhew, he's just like 6'3 or 6'4, and he gets up and makes some catches. So he's got some kids who have really gone beyond, I think, what people would have thought. He may be just a big coach that finds diamonds in the rough.
0: All right, uh, Congressman Cohen, bringing the knowledge uh, this morning here on MSL. Do you? Uh, were you surprised that he was able to do it this fast? I think. I mean, that's that's the one. This very. I mean, he's been here. This is his third season. This is impressive.
1: It's very impressive. Of course, his first year he won four games if I remember, and right. and, and and that was Carum who came in and it did it at the end. Now the competition we beat some. One of the things they said, oh, Karam beat some teams that weren't very good. Well, he surely beat some teams that weren't very good. But this year we've got seven wins. and It's a great year. But the reality is, Austin P, SMU, Tulsa, Tulane are not very good. Are are really our only Cincinnati was a really spectacular win. MTSU was a nice win at home, and Temple came out okay because Temple's got an okay team. They get Penn State to run for three quarters. We win out these two games, and then we really it'll be show what we've got. Will be in the bowl. That'll be our next opportunity. I think our best game other than Cincinnati and MTSU were our losses to Ole Miss we played valiantly and and UCLA and I went out to that game in Pasadena we played spectacularly there both uh, really the offense was most spectacular but the defense was good too
0: so you were, you were at the game at UCLA. That's awesome. They the, the, yeah, the the Tigers maybe you could say it's good that they didn't have to play ECU or, or Central Florida this year, but I it's kinda of disappointed there wasn't a there's not a good conference rivalry game this year, right? There's like let's have two good teams from the American go head to head between you know, Memphis ECU or, or whatnot.
1: Well, it would have been nice. They they both have I think right now they've got more talent than we do, and both of them right. have got good coaches. But you saw South Florida uh beat Uh, I guess Temple beat East Carolina and Connecticut beat Central Florida, and so anybody can beat anybody in this conference. And we could have beat both, of them we should have beat Central Florida last year. And uh, you know, we just had that fumble on the kickoff. I guess it was the uh, one of the kids who's no longer with us, things from San Antonio, fumbled that that kickoff, and uh, they they went. That was a heartbreaker. Yeah, that was real tough. I was watching that one on the airplane coming back from Washington.
0: We're talking with Congressman Cohen. Let's shift gears here for a minute. Uh, Memphis this week was named the best NBA destination by uh, USA Today.
1: Well, well, we have a great destination. and The fans love the Grizzlies. The arena's phenomenal. I don't know that I'll be successful. I doubt I will, but this, I'm trying to. I'm going to try to get Barack Obama to come in for the Martin Luther King Day. President Obama has not been to the National Civil Rights Museum. We've been trying to get him here the whole six, six years that he's been a president as I've been congressperson and I'm going to make the pitch this week that I don't know what he's got if anything else on the on the 19th but to come to the Civil Rights Museum and then come be at the game. I asked Chris Wallace and I said it's a thousand and one shot but if I get him here you got a suite and you take care of it he said you get him here we'll take care of it All Chris has right. got the best team in basketball right now by the record yeah. and, and we've got a, a team that's to be uh, uh, I think one that's going to get a lot of national fans if we can get national exposure we don't have a lot of nationally televised games but Casal is the best thing going at center. Zach Randolph is a just he's a phenomenal player, just gets it done. Conley's come into his own. I tell you, John Lur looked like a star last night, and he's had a couple of great games. So I think we're destined to be right up at the top, and I think the president, hopefully he'll want to come here for the Civil Rights Museum honor, Dr. King, and go to the game.
0: Oh, wow, some, some breaking news from Congressman Cohen. He's trying to get President Barack Obama here for the Martin Luther King Day. I think that, that that's perfect, and if there's ever a year, right, it's is this year while wow, the grizzlies are awesome uh so he might as well come and uh, to check that out that's very cool uh and it and you mentioned yeah, i mean we're just a great memphis is just a great destination city anyway rob rob Lowe was here this week john stamos was here this week and uh, even hillary clinton was here this week Do you have any uh what's your encounters with hillary clinton over the years
1: well hillary and i've been friends for a long time bill i've been better friends but we've all been friends and uh I think Hillary's destined to run for president. I think she's destined to, to be president. It was wonderful she was in Saint Jude. She was here as first lady and to have her here again and know about Saint Jude is a, a good thing for the for the hospital and for the city. Uh Carrie Kennedy's a friend of mine, Robert Kennedy's uh, most most involved daughter in terms of carrying on his legacy. She's said, at the RFK Institute which does human rights work around the globe. And she was in town about ten days ago. I took her to Saint Jude. Uh, took her out to the Civil Rights Museum as well, and then we did some, some some duck viewing and some 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 rendezvous ribby, but she had a great time here, and she'd never been to Memphis before. So a lot of people come in, and whether, whether it's for St. Jude and Marlo Thomas being here, and you know Marlo Thomas is getting along with uh, Kerry Kennedy's mother, Ethel Kennedy. They're two of the 20 recipients of Presidential Medal of Freedoms that are going to be presented by the President on Monday in the White House. Uh, Ethel Kennedy, of course, the widow of Robert Kennedy and marlo thomas and so when i saw Kerry in washington on thursday the rfk Institute was given their their awards and in, in the kennedy room and in, in, in the uh, richard russell office building of the senate and Kerry said you know my mom's getting out and i knew that blah 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 and she said and the girl the woman from Methodist, what, what's what's that thought for st judas oh marlo thomas yeah 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 so we're <laughs> getting around
0: Another quasi sports story you're involved with is the Main to Main project, which is going to be the longest bike bridge in the United States connecting uh, downtown Memphis to uh, downtown West Memphis.
1: Right. It's 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 a major federal program, the Tiger Grant. They're very competitive grants. I think about 1% of them are funded, and we were able to get this one from Memphis. And it, it does a lot of improvements that aren't sexy on the mall uh, between uptown and, and, and South Bluff. Uh, improvements on gutters and curbs and all kind of, uh, infrastructure that needed to be repaired that otherwise would have been tax dollars and created a lot of jobs. Then it's going to take up the bike path, which can go through there too, along through the South Bluffs and across the, the Harahan Bridge. A lot of private money went into that. Charlie McVeigh was the leader, but there's $15 million of federal money overall in the Main Street project and the Harrahan Bridge. I think it's going to bring a lot of, uh, attention to Memphis. I know Charlie's got a great celebration plan when we open the bridge. He's talked about having Tina Turner here rolling on the river, and heaven you name it. Charlie does think big, but I think a lot of young people will see this as something important about Memphis is offering uh, outdoor activities and, and an ambiance that they they want to experience and, and maybe will keep them here and something a lot of young people like to walk and bike, and there could be some bike races because of the bridge, it could attra- attract some some major bike races and it's going to extend across the levee into Arkansas. Charlie's ideas extends all the way down, to, down and through the Mississippi on the other side, down the levee. But I think it's going to be a good thing for outdoor enthusiasts and for and for young people. And that's what we need to do is find ways to make Memphis more attractive to young folks.
0: Oh, ab- absolutely. When's that scheduled to open? It's
1: supposed to open in July of 2016.
0: July 2016. Will Bass Pro be open by then? You think? <laughs>
1: But yeah, I think they, I think they baited the, the 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 hook has been baited. They're just waiting for the fish.
0: All right, uh, last thing we cannot do an interview with Congressman Steve Cohen this week without talking about moat. the moat. You know it's it. A moat. <laughs> we have to talk about the moat. Uh, you were even uh, they even talked about you on the Tonight Show during the monologue. We got that clip right now. We're, we have the clip. Let's play it. Let's- hey, turn up. You got a boombox or anything? We listen to music. This does not sound like the... Uh, some more news out of Washington during a hearing yesterday. <laughs> uh, the acting director of the U.S. Secret Service, Joseph Clancy, said that it, it may make the fence around the White House taller because of all the recent security failures. Uh, when they asked if he had any other ideas, he said, uh, make the sidewalk lower? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know. So like Congress really grilled this guy about how they were going to keep the White House safe. In fact, one of the congressmen actually had an idea of his own. Check it out. What a... moat,
1: Moat. water, six feet around, be kind of attractive and effective. Yeah.
0: Yeah, moat, yeah, that's a a great idea. Thank you for that idea, Uh, building a moat around the White House. Then we'll get some big cauldrons full of hot boiling oil put on top of the White House. And instead of uh, Commander in Chief, we'll call the President Mother of Dragons, and then and then we'll just—we're not building a moat. Okay, the oodles of jokes about this all week. I kind of think it's my—it's kind of a good idea. You didn't really mean a moat all the way around the White House, right?
1: No, I didn't, and I probably—I I was talking, and I—you know, when I said six feet around, I really meant six feet wide. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if you go to the Memphis Zoo, which I've done since I was, you know, a kid. The, the area between the, 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 the animals, the, the primates, the gorillas and, and, and apes, and the humans is a moat. And the area between us and, of course, cat cat country came later. We used to have the, the cat house, so to speak. It was the cat house, but it wasn't, the, anyway. The cat country. <laughs> and, and there's a moat there that keeps you separated from the animals. A moat does not have to be a 360, a medieval definition. And that's not what I intended with a 360. In fact, it's insane because you don't need a 360 because you have buildings on one side and blah, blah, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. What I was suggesting is behind the fence of Pennsylvania Avenue, that is where they get the quote-unquote jumpers, that they build a moat, about a six-foot-wide body of water between the driveways, no drawbridges, none of that stuff. So if somebody gets over the fence, they land in water, and have it be deep enough, they're not going to get away from the folks who are in the guard gates or anywhere else they're going to be in the water and trying to get themselves out and blah, blah, blah. And we'll catch them. It'd be simple. And you, and you also, my idea was to have the, and I've passed this along, to have that body of water, that, that um, kind of pool, to have a fountain, fountains in it and be like red, white, and blue and have waters bubbling up and it would make an attractive barrier. I don't want to see a bunch of additional fences put up or barbed wire. Right now they put a bunch of bicycle racks up front of that area. It makes it look like something in the old uh, uh Communist Berlin, and the, the White House should continue to be a, a thing of beauty. You could add beauty to the White House with some some fountains at that level. They're fountains on the grounds, but not right up against the fence. And it could be a barrier to these folks jumping. Right, yes, maybe some other way to do. It. But that's what I was thinking.
0: I mean, and a moat is a moat is a, a is an archaic idea, but it worked at the time. I mean, when people had mo- they had moats for a reason because they worked, right? I mean, they still work at you know, like you said at the zoo. Like it's a, it's an idea. That works, but we even the director of the Secret Service, I believe, didn't he agree with you? as that it was maybe a good idea?
1: <laughs> he, he did, and, and and so did others. In fact, afterwards, I, I kind of Googled some stuff mm-hmm. and found out that an architect uh, had recommended it and had been written on the New York Times uh, uh, on a New York Times site about a moat as a defensive um, security measure, and he, he he does them for people's homes, but he was thinking in terms of 360. I'm I'm just thinking about Pennsylvania Avenue. And I think it could be attractive and be a barrier and and not be a uh, ugly, obtrusive fence.
0: And we're so u- um, we're so used today. Sorry to interrupt, but like today with like this technology, like if it's not something that's some high tech thing, like people are gonna gonna scoff at it. But I think the the moat is like it's they can't hack into the moat, right? To try to get into the White House, like there's gonna right. be a moat there.
1: <laughs> it would be effective, and everybody, I can see why everybody jumped. It was also on uh, Brian Williams, NBC News, and on the uh, CBS News. And Scott Pelley, and he, he had a, I had another line which I used afterwards, which is kind of serious. This was serious, but a, a, just a, a comedy line and said, you know, that the, the jumper got further in the White House than some of my colleagues on the Republican side have. <laughs> and so that was used on CBS too. You know, you throw it out there, they've had fun with it, and you're going to have fun with the idea of a medieval moat, and it kind of makes sense, and people make jokes, but they don't know what a, a Method Zoo moat is. So what right. you got is people that are thinking in medieval historic uh, common talk terms and not in an architectural design terms, and uh, I'm going to throw new ideas out, and run them up the flagpole, and see who salutes.
0: Right, exactly. You're not afraid to bring out, bring out different ideas, and, and and that's why that's why we like you here in Memphis. So what are we calling it? It's not a moat. We're going to. Are we calling it a water burial or barrier, or what are we calling this?
1: I think you can still call it a moat, and just okay. help people. Can, we'll educate people to, to realize moats? that a moat is not just a, a, a medieval uh, three hundred and sixty.
0: All right, that 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 sounds good to me. So we're we're sticking with the moat, and I I, I support you one hundred percent on that, Congressman. And we appreciate Thanks. you join, joining us today uh, on the show, talking tiger football and moats and everything else. And we will see you this afternoon at Liberty Bowl Memorial Stadium.
1: I'll be there. Go, Tigers. And I don't know the word.
0: Thank you, Kevin. All right, thanks, Congressman. That's Congressman Steve Cohen. Follow him on Twitter at Rep Cohen. At Rep Cohen. We're going to take a quick 60 second timeout and be right back with Kevin Light from The Flyer. You're listening to MSL on Real Sports Talk, Sports 56 and 87.7 FM.